0: Welcome back to the Rollup High Roller community. As always, nothing on the Roll Up is to be construed as financial advice. We are just an educators in the DeFi space. Toss us a quick like, give us a share, a repost, send it to a friend who may want to watch this. And finally, give us a sub or a follow. It means the world to help support credibly neutral educational content in DeFi. We're here to educate, empower, and enrich you. And let's jump in. So when did you, uh, when did you start with Web3 Auth?
1: Went through all specifically, I think 2019. 2019, I was at the Therm Foundation for as a researcher, been doing that for about a year. And um, it was doing out of Singapore. Hmm. So, me and my co founder back then, we always used to do different side projects. We were in the phase of coding where you kind of feel like academia is cool. (laughs) So, you kind of think, like, Oh my gosh, I I totally want to read papers, I want to implement cryptographic schemes, you know. Ooh, it's so cool you know um and and so we had a lot of different types of projects that kind of spun out of it um there's one and then like ring signatures i'm not sure if familiar. a little
0: bit oh nice um, okay, <laughs> okay. Right. i'm really well versed so maybe you could give a high level like uh explanation um because i i did math in college so i'm fantastic somewhat <sighs> somewhat uh
1: yeah, so I mean, ring signatures um, kind of are a, uh, also Monero uses ring signatures. They do, they do for all transfers. Mm-hmm. And they use its designated verifier property. Mm-hmm. So in particular, what ring signatures are um, in, in concept are you have you have a whole bunch of, uh, you have a group of public keys mm-hmm. which you can sign, which any one of them can sign a signature where you don't know which public key actually signed. So, for example, you could have, uh, this can be used for, like, whistleblowing properties. You could, you could, like, sign on behalf of the public keys of everybody on, let's say, the Tesla factory floor and say that, you know, production schedules aren't on track. Um, and then you could theoretically sell that information as somebody who's on the Tesla public floor. Mm. Right? And then, you know, it's like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So, I mean, that was one of the projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we... And uh, so we did quite a few of these different things um, and went through off, started out as one of these different projects that uh, I just basically caught the eye of a couple of people. And they're like, oh, wow. It's Back then, um, it was just a basic kind of like DKG. Yeah. Where, <clears throat> what's a ZKG? It's ZKG. A- it's a distributed key generation. Okay. So it's just generating a key from multiple locations mm-hmm. such that None of these different locations know the key. I mean, uh, I have have have. They a, don't. They have a part of the key. They don't have the full part. They um, the full... they they have part of the key and uh, to a full key that they know. Does definitely does exist. Okay. So ZKGs are often used um, in a lot of the ZK ceremonies. Actually, uh, when generating some of the initial ZK proofs, they're one of the fundamental things to it. Uh, VKGs are also just a general cryptographic primitive. Mm-hmm. We particular used it, and we paired it up to a like social organ, okay. so it kind of was a dkg set of if you will like um uh nodes or uh, instances that basically was was like an oracle to uh your your final public private keeper which you can get by let's say Google log so it's kind of like proxying off in a way mm-hmm. um and then. And yeah, I mean, I think people were more attracted just to the Google aspect. <laughs> they just saw, oh, like, you know, cryptographic jargon, blah, 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 but I get a Google login. Holy shit. Um, and then they were like, yes, invest.
0: That was
1: back in 2019. Um, so we started out as a wallet. Oh. Okay. Uh, it was called the Taurus wallet. I'm not sure if you're familiar, uh, but it that was familiar. one of the. Back then there were no other wallets that were competing with MetaMask. Uh um, okay. MetaMask was basically had dominance and they also beat out like Mist. Okay. Mist used to be like a desktop native wallet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so they beat out Mist and uh and we had just come in and dApps were just starting to become a thing. So we would basically went around going like, Hey, like nobody wants to install a Chrome extension. Mm-hmm. They just want to, you know, log in with Google into your app. Um, use this Taurus wallet, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it was a, it was, it a, was a desktop. or it was a, a browser-based br- browser wallet. extension. So it was a browser, not even an extension. It was a browser-based wallet. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like it existed with the domain security model, mm-hmm. um, where a domain would basically be loaded in your, uh, in, in your website as an iframe, mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of you would have kind of a PayPal-like flow, um when signing transactions. So when you'd click sign, you'd go out into, there'll be a pop-up or there'll be a redirect and you would have to sign and go back into that. So a lot of apps love that. Um, and we did get quite a few integrations. We integrated some CryptoKitties, back when it was just starting. We did, I don't know, let's see. Um, When when were you first in the Swiss? Wait, you? 20?
0: 2016.
1: 2016 so okay. so okay so i then, did not buy a crypto kitty ethermon you know um, it was like a copy of pokemon
0: but like ah no oh uh, i wasn't around there either but like uh the parity wallet i was using my ether wallet mm, back then. and my ether wallet was also a browser online yeah wallet yes now my ether wallet i could click create a wallet and it used username and password so it knew my seed phrase and my private key Oh, was that you know? Well, I thought will you know, wallet, you
1: click create wallet and it just was just scene phrase. and it printed the scene
0: phrase out to you. No, maybe they have both. I think you you could my Ether wallet. You could do username and wallet, password. Okay. Um, maybe it did both. I think it probably did both. Yeah. Uh, in particular, but yes,
1: sure. Um. Yeah, I mean that the username and password would be. I'm not familiar with the Wallets like username password implementation mm-hmm. in particular, but I think there was a different company that did that. Um, Portis. Hmm. Hmm. You know Portis? They got acquired by uh, they got acquired by
0: um Shapeshift. Oh, Shapeshift. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we go we go this way. It's a bit loud over there. I think. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, sure. So they acquired Shapeshift, and um, I oh mean yeah, Shapeshift acquired them. Okay. Uh, so so in 2020, 2016, you were saying? Ah uh, no, this was in 2019. Okay, this was 2019. Um, we did that for about a year or two. Apps loved it, but people didn't really. Uh, apps loved it, but users—it might be like the timing of it, mm-hmm. or it might be—I'm not sure for whatever reason. But we weren't seeing retention from the tourist wallet. Yes. So like. And the Taurus wall still exists today, by the way. You can still try it out and hmm. play around with it. It still has about 200k, 300k
0: the active users, wow. which is like a decent wallet. And is there application like? Which are some of the more prominent applications that are using Ports?
1: uh Wearable, okay. Um, like you can connect with Wallet Connect to any app, just like uh-huh. just like any other application. But I think we've stopped pushing out the Taurus Wallet like long ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These are just like I don't know. I don't know where they come from. But we have 200k, 300k the active users. <laughs> On Taurus, um, and uh, and so so like we we realized that retention didn't seem to be there, mm. right? Um, and uh, so what we did was we kind of like in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Whoa! Shit! We nearly fell and died. Um, <laughs> dude, it's genocide, genocide. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have died, my <laughs> third that's, that's deep. Um, uh, <laughs> so you had
0: to pivot in 2020? So in 2021,
1: 2020, so uh, uh, 2020 20, late 2020, um, we kind of pivoted into a lot of people kept asking us, like, hey, like, we love it. We love the experience, but like, we want to own the whole music experience ourselves. And we don't want to deal with like the pop-ups. We want to kind of like build our own wallet, and that's where it kind of like we pivoted into or um, well we launched our wallet as a service product.
0: Wow! Uh, service.
1: And that product became much more popular. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. And and people were paying for it. So like so like we just we just full steam ahead went down that direction. Um. It very soon eclipsed like whatever users we were yeah. doing back then, and then now we have maybe about. Um, you know, we, we launched some of the top wallets in the space, like Trust Wallet. Um, we just launched a safe, wow. uh, that was just launched, uh, at DevConnect uh, two days ago. Congratulations. Um, and Brands. Mocha brands, okay. yeah. have yeah. Mocha ID wallet. I'm not sure if you know Sequence, uh, Skyweaver Sequence and Polygon. It sounds familiar. It's one of the wallets, one of the most popular wallet, basically on Polygon. Uh-huh. Um, that's, that's, that's also powered by us. Uh ZeroDev, which is the most popular kind of track in SDK, um, uses us as well. Um uh like like along with Safe Wallet, is like you know Safe Core SDK. Uh what else? Let's see. So we have about maybe now at peak, we have about 12 million users a month mm-hmm. on all of these different applications logging in. Now we have about 10. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh it still has social login at its core. So the tech has evolved mm-hmm. as tech requirements evolve. Uh-huh. Um, back then, it just used to be social logins behind the DKG. But then we realized that people wanted kind of um, a little bit more device-based control and device-based management of their key. They didn't; they were okay with it initially, but they wanted more security as time went on. right? So now we have kind of like an MPC setup. Mm. um that does like two of three okay right and then also even more recently in the last kind of like eight months we've also integrated AA into different aspects of stack mm. so now there's also a construction built on top of it you can deploy with like you know safe a core SDK zero dev um unipass, any one of the SDks you can actually take what they're off plug it in mm-hmm. in particular and then extend your stack to whatever AA setup that you'd like to set up to. Um, yeah, so that has evolved over the years um, according to customer demands. Mm. I think ultimately the world continues to evolve. I think a big thing about authentication is that everybody wants it slightly differently in identity, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have custom needs, different stacks. Like gaming applications want to do it on um, Unity. What? Well, So you just jump oh no way so like so like different people want like unity and different stuff Mm um so yeah so i think that's 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 more or less how we we just listen to the customer and just
0: build more or less yeah Yeah. Um, what are you hearing from the customer nowadays um about you know, they they said, Oh, we want a more integrated experience. You said, Okay, here we'll we'll take Taurus, which does iframe and is almost like a managed service. We'll give you web three off. And they said they want more security, so you switch from the the uh distributed key generation to more of an MPC style format. Yeah. So there's been Technical evolutions from, kind uh, of the beginning stages in twenty nineteen, to. Uh, <laughs> um. And and DKG and and uh, NPC are those two separate forms of key generation and and private key storage.
1: So NPC is. They're all different forms of manipulating your EOA, which is your externally owned account, which is just words for a public-private key pair, uh, a cryptographic public-private key pair, um, and uh, and and so, like, um, they they're different, mm-hmm. but in the similar field of cryptography. Okay, uh, MPC is it very, it very large on Bellatone actually, and before crypto became its number one use case, mm-hmm. MPC has been researched for like, like, twenty over years in particular by old cryptographers, cool. and it used to refer to privacy use cases more. Privacy was what was one of its biggest use cases, um, and uh, what MPC stands for is multi-party computation, mm-hmm. which is splitting up computation to be done on different instances mm-hmm. such that these instances protect a um, a particular secret most of the time. Now right. in yeah. when, when, when using MPC for key management, right you are basically that secret that you're managing is a user's public private keeper or a user's EOA. So MPC basically splits the user's public private keeper, into multiple different parts, and then you use these different parts in kind of like a threshold manner, just like a multisig mm-hmm. um to basically sign and secure a user private key Now you might
0: immediately ask me, wait, Zen, like why not just use a multi-sig? That sounds like a multi-sig. Right, two of three, two of four. Nice. Yeah, you take the keys, you sign, and then it executes. That, down that, 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 that's exactly it, right? So it does exactly sound like a multisig, right? And you can do three
1: or four or five or four or well, like six or and whatever. Click keys up and yeah, down. and yeah, five. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it keeps going on, right? So you might go like, hey, like, like, why isn't this a multi sig mm. right? So the main reason why MPC became, um, like, MPC is actually the de facto, MPC is actually the de facto enterprise standard mm-hmm. for uh, managing public keybase. Like, are you full of like fire blocks? Like, mm mm-hmm. a like, um. Yeah, so, and, and these companies all, like, if you, if, if you are an exchange like Binance, mm-hmm. Binance uses MPC internally to secure their assets. Mm-hmm. They're, internally. Their hot wallet, cold wallet, all of them, uh, all use MPC. And um, this is the same for Coinbase. It's the same right. for, it's the same for, like, it's the same for, uh, <sighs> a lot of your venture funds mm-hmm. out there. All use MPC, uh, and the main reason why MPC has won over the multi multisigs in the enterprise space is because MPC allows you. The the, the interface for MPC is powered by the keeper, mm-hmm. which essentially allows you to interact with any um, mm-hmm. with uh, with any chain. With a multi sig, you have to deploy it, and you can only interact with oh, one. Is chain. this because it's a smart contract? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Uh, multi sigs are smart contracts, and they're specific to chains. Okay. Whereas MPC is not specific to chains, and on like any chain. Mm-hmm. And because of that, as well, it's like it's it, it it because it's off chain, it doesn't cost any money. Ooh. Like on Ethereum today, if you deploy a Gnosis sig. It's gonna cost you 50 to 60 bucks. That's the same with any, a little bit cheaper with any ASDK today. Mm-hmm. Like, use a construction on mainnet, and that's what you're paying to deploy it, right? Like, these, you know, companies didn't want it to pay. Mm-hmm. Companies do not want it to go through your asset. Less um, than one chain, right? And, like, some chains don't support multi-sigs, some chains are non-EVM, some chains are EVM. Mm-hmm. People didn't want to deal with any of that.
0: People just wanted, you know, uh, so, so MPC I mean, universal solution that can apply across whichever chain. Yeah. So so MPC
1: like so MPC had become the de facto kind of um, solution mm-hmm. for uh, for for enterprise, and we thought that hey, let's democratize MPC mm-hmm. such that any user can use that um, as they want to, and uh, and today that's what you get with let's
0: say any wall that integrates with You get MPC. Out of the box, right? Out of the box. Okay. Um, so most wallet as a service, right, is very understandable, easy to understand. Yeah. Underneath the hood, it is MPC as a service. Is that correct? Uh, right? uh, it is MPC as a service as one of the multiple services okay. that could provide you a wallet
1: function. Okay. Okay. Because we also have ADA, uh, uh under the hood as well, a contract. And how, how is right. this where social login is a layer on top of MPC? So social login controls and manages the EOA um, to essentially a, uh, to essentially a, uh, a kind of world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so MPC is more of like one of the technologies, MPC as a service. Okay. Um, yeah, so the ecosystem has evolved. Now it's, now it's AA, but previously the RAID used to be MPC like, mm-hmm. like a year and a half ago or like two years ago, it was like, Oh wow. Everybody needs MPC. Now it's AA account abstraction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so now everybody's integrating construction. Yeah,
0: yeah, that uh, uh, that is the new narrative. It is, um, and in these in these formats, whether it's DKG or it's uh, account abstraction or it's MPC, whichever um, whichever format of key generation is used. Is there, you know, the the saying is not your keys, not your coins, right? Yes. So when Web3 Auth generates a private key, public key pair, is, is Web3 auth worse or is one single entity holding the keys, or are the in, in whichever key generation uh process yes. these keys are distributed across multiple parties. So we're a non-custodial solution, mm. which means that
1: which our definition of non-custodial is uh, is one property that is very strong, and then the second property that w- is more loosely applied. Yeah. The first property is that nobody but the user has access to their private key. The second property is nobody can deny access to a user's private key. Ah, and, and in, is it the user's choice? And uh, so our default setup on Web3 off, right? Is it starts with a two of two. Um, so think of a multi sig, a two of two multi sig. Okay. In particular, and this two of two multi sig is between yourself uh-huh. uh, on your device uh-huh. most of the time, um, as well as one on web Through off which is managed by your Google. Login. Okay. And now, say, Go ahead. This web Through off segment. Um, actually you,
0: you, you, you ask us when the Google account manages the second key pair, yeah. how does it do that?
1: So it, we actually take, so that's where the DKG comes in. We the take D- the DKG. The DKG. So we take this, think of it as two parts, uh-huh. right? One key split into two parts. Okay. One of the parts lives on your device. Uh-huh. The second part is split into yet another five parts. Okay. We call these parts shares. So now we have six parts. So now we have, we have six parts, but we have, we have six parts, but five of the parts con- con- constitute one, one part of the of the pair. Yes. Okay. Okay. So think of it as two of two, uh Uh-huh. and then one of the two of two it's is a- split into three of five. Okay. Okay. And and that's and, and this needs five, right? Mm-hmm. It can be three out of five, five out of nine, but we we have different constructs for different customers. Mm-hmm. Um and um it's run by large ecosystem stakeholders. So Webthrough runs one, um Polygon runs one, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
0: A Name service runs another. Um mm-hmm. uh, and is this is this Polygon running for, uh uh one of the five or one of the nine for everyone? Or is it only for Polygon's implementation?
1: It It's for, it depends on what you select. Okay. As a developer, developers choose what they want their setups to be uh-huh. uh, at the end of the day. So we've had some people just want to run it and tell it themselves completely this is throughout five. Now you might ask, hey, if it's throughout five, why would you like, why don't just you run one? Right? Mm-hmm. Like why, if, I, if you're running
0: all five, i just run one if i'm in control of all five and i want if i choose that now now there is benefit in in large key stakeholders doing one of the five exactly
1: exactly so even internal companies Uh have different teams Mm -hmm. different iam setups Um, that's why binance uses npc internally, mm -hmm. right in particular because then they can ensure that it's split amongst a certain different of artists and not just you know, in big companies, you get people who just take it and run, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like, like you can't have that happen, right? Right. So, uh, so some large enterprise customers definitely go for like these setups, just tunnel mm-hmm. just to kind of like secure themselves, mm-hmm. Send themselves almost.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh um, exactly. the in in the infighting. The yeah. Internal conflict. Yes. Like like not so much conflict, but you know, manage or um, whether intentional or unintentional operational uh obscurities that could could lead someone or or a number of these signers to intentionally act against the company's interests or the, in their own self-interest. So, so think they, of it as a, like a safe, mm-hmm. you no,
1: know, No, like, like a safe tool. Because this actually holds money at the end of the day. You steal this, you get one factor if you use this key, mm-hmm. um, and you 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 can then potentially do things which you get a second factor and kind of like mm-hmm. steal, right? So this is money involved, here. Yeah. So this is actually just like, you know, think of yourself as a bank and like, how many people have access to the set? How many people, like, and the reason why it's not five out of five, it's three out of five or five out of nine or whatever, is because you also need redundancy, right? Mm -hmm. If it's five out of five, any one of the actors can go, oh, I'm not signing. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. The money is stuck. That gives this person full control over like, you know, kind of like, Mm -hmm. what? So, so yeah, that's the setup, um, and and then users naturally can add more factors, mm-hmm. or developers can add more factors or give more factors to the end user. Really, this is a lot easier to show mm. rather than to tell. If you guys try, um, if you try like app the on us, uh-huh. like Petaurus Wallet, or you can try like really just any web draft demo. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you. if you log in and then you log in three times, right,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we'll actually ask you to set up a third factor, mm-hmm. which is then, like, Google login, but then the, se- the third factor is, like, okay, mm-hmm. you can do, like, Authenticator. Okay. Or SMS okay. or TP. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Or you can do it with another social. Mm-hmm. Or you can even use a password. Okay. Right. So, like, ultimately, it starts with two of two, but then it goes into two of three, and it's, like, the process that we like to... Uh like you know, we care about security a lot and we talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's because we know like the scams and the potential things that exist and we keep hearing it when the crypto scene. Mm -hmm. Right. Every other day, Biden's just got hacked by oh twenty million, right? Yeah. Like every other day somebody gets hacked, Mm -hmm. some entity gets hacked, money is stolen. It's it's uh it's 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 and that's and that's and and um, so, so we know of the repercussions, but like this is not necessarily, not all users care this much. Mm-hmm. Actually, when you're talking about like applications that mostly use Web3R, they mostly use them for better onboarding, a better user experience. Uh-huh. So what that means is that these applications are like, you know, gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, yes, you have an NFT, mm-hmm. but just one, um, you know, like, like your, your, maybe you're in like a donation app, a good dollar or you're in a social app, right? And you're just looking to tweet with your friends. Mm-hmm. You initially, as a user, most of the time when you first log in, don't care. You care you you care nothing about your account actually. You mm-hmm. you don't care if you lose your account. If you lose your account you wouldn't sad at home. Mm-hmm. This goes all the way up to maybe a hundred dollars even. Or okay. somebody who, depending on the person, right, 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 net right. worth and you know the one they're used to.
0: Um, the amount of value that they associate with the account starts off very low Yeah, grows with the amount of money or time exactly. to Spend in the
1: application. Exactly, exactly. So what we have is we, we we entirely always draw a chart. And we basically go like, when is that point when a user should be setting up two or three? Okay. When is the user should be setting up more than two or three in mm-hmm. um, Although most of our users are just comfortable with two or three, to be honest, and yeah. that's a good level of security. Um, But... uh. But yeah, so it's kind of like an incremental or progressive wolf security mm-hmm. as well as self-custody. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in a two-of-two two scheme, right, remember I talked
0: about the two properties of self-custody? Um, yes. You said uh, one of them is not being able to... Um, no one can cut you off from your keys. Yeah. That was the second one? And that the, was the second one. The first one, first one is no one can access your keys. Okay. okay. Right. So with the first one, right?
1: Like, that's true in the two of two, right? No one can access your keys. Because the, a third party only has access to at most one factor. Oh, oh,
0: right, 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 right.
1: right, right you have the gone. second factor.
0: Yes. But
1: in- because they can deny your signature your signature no. for your first factor, the second property isn't necessarily true. Yeah. Right? So the second property only becomes true once you have two of three mm-hmm. and you're managing factors outside of this third party. As long as you... Whatever. Is-
0: yeah. You manage two of those three and the other person. So, so in this setup, if it's two of three, maybe I have one key stored locally on my machine. Yep. Another, let's say Google. So, or some social login has another form of yep. a key. Oh. And the third one is my two factor authentication. Yep. So then when I sign it to Google, that unlocks one of those keys. And then I have to either be on an existing device, be on the app device to... or have the two fa- do the two facts. Yes. But Google on their own cannot access my account. Yes. They can also not shut me off because I have the other two keys. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So incremental
1: security, incremental self-custody. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, as and when the user requires it. Um, Yeah, and that's basically the setup that we try to push out. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their own edited version of this sometimes. Mm -hmm. Some people prefer to be custodial first Mm -hmm. and shift into non-custody afterwards. Some people prefer to, like, so they just do one of one uh initial, right, for example. Some people prefer to just start off with two or three right off the bat and even increment it depending on the use case, Mm -hmm. right? So it really just depends. Like a financial app, like, you know, like like who's issuing like a ETF, mm-hmm. will start everybody at two or three, and require two or three after that. Okay, but like a gaming application, may start one on one first, mm-hmm. and then shift to two on two and two or
0: three. Okay. okay, and that this was a like amazing like construction of uh, like uh, security application. So I'm thinking like now theoretically like what does this unlock like and. And maybe a little bit more practically, like what are you seeing in, in data and like empirically? What are what are your partners telling you? Who are you seeing adopt? Like what are you most excited about in kind of the next right like going forward? So when it
1: comes to when it comes to current adoption, right? Um it's actually quite split between different industries. Uh-huh. we have like twenty percent like on NFTs, twenty percent on gaming, twenty percent on DeFi or payments, mm-hmm. um, and then a whole section of
0: others. Mm-hmm. Like, Starts to head back, uh, or maybe we go around. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, so.
1: So like, so like there's This so so it's quite distributed across different. I would say industries. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think one thing that aligns people is that. They want, often they want to own the whole user experience. Uh-huh. Or they want to, you know, target mainstream users, onboard like millions or billions of users, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I can't tell you the number of times the app has told me, bro, I'm going to onboard 20 million users for you. And then they launch as like 200K. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, man. And, um, but yeah, so currently, um, it's, it's quite even. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think what I'm most excited about. We started to try to think about not just um, like providing wallets to users, but also allowing. You know, we have 10 million users. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of users. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in particular, it's like somehow more than the whole crypto. Like, 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 maybe not whole crypto, but it's like matching that in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. It's because not all of our users transact. Okay. Like a lot of the applications, they don't, they don't necessarily always transact. Maybe they connect with Google, they connect, and they don't do anything. Maybe connect to Google, and they have an address. And uh-huh. sometimes they send an NFT. Sometimes they do whatever. So this is, uh-huh. this is wild cards. Uh-huh. Uh, one uh-huh. of the really, really OG people <laughs> who enabled donations on-chain yeah. Ooh, very um, cool. in, in particular. And they built, they, they they allowed you to buy animals. Not, not buy them, but like. Like like, why <laughs> NFTs animals. that represented taking care of animals? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Have you heard of Artwork
2: attacks
1: Maybe.
0: Oh, Tax. No. It's, um, it's a,
2: it's a token that's always for sale. Um, but it's a token that always has a price. Okay. So when you purchase it, you choose the price, <laughs> and then hard coded in each NFT is a fixed percentage. Um, so. Like, let's say one NFT is 10% per month. So, if you set the price to 100, 100%. 100%? No, if you set the price to $100.
0: Okay. Let's
2: say, uh, then you would pay $10 per month to the organization that's uh, doing research or protecting the animals. That was the basic idea. <laughs> so it was fun.
0: Um, is it still going?
2: Yeah, it's all on chain. Uh, I haven't worked on it. All many yes. Huh.
1: Was one of the core OG projects. <laughs> was it was like uh Do you guys use Taurus Wallet and Wetheral? Yeah. Uh, uh you guys use right. At the time it was Corus. See? Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Be that OG man. No, man. <laughs> I think
0: they're dead. Oh, it was okay. awesome yeah. Very cool. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> And this enables um uh maybe it was zoos or pet owners or uh humane societies to accept donations. Yeah. And in crypto. Sure. Is that right? right. Yeah. So, I mean I'm South Africa. So mm-hmm.
2: there's a lot of like wildlife uh,
0: um we're on. conservation
2: organizations. Uh-huh. So that's where it started. Um so I had yeah, friends in that sort of space. And
1: then, right now they you can buy a license to kill a rhinos. Um <laughs> I, I and they the and system. they say it's conservation, but yeah. when I was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, sorry, please go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do. I do not uh, support killing right but...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: is this and yourself? What do you? What do you have? To
0: do? We're recording an interview, but this is a great um that use case. <laughs> like, <laughs> use case. like this is a very he use case. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's really cool that uh <laughs> that you came in. I do, um, I do education, so I have to try to put things in simple terms for people to understand. Oh, cool! So, where, where would I gather this interview? Um, the roll, up. the roll Up, yeah, Dot C O, the Roll Up Company.